Beautiful people, I have no idea what night it is tonight, but I do know I'm extremely excited. It's another episode of Awesome People, and I gotta tell you, the guest this evening is for sure the quintessential definition of awesome. And, you know, I was gonna like read the bio and go into details, but I'd rather tell the story about how I met the guest for this evening, which is Bita Milanian. And Bita is this awesome young lady that eight years ago when I was producing the Star Musician Contest, I was doing it in LA, so I didn't know that many people, and it was a big old uh, contest. It was like the Persian version, American Idol, and I really, really needed like support. And um, because I didn't know anybody in LA, I was just asking the people that I did know, like who are the people that would be truly helping me make this a success? And one of the people that stood up and offered to help voluntarily and give so much of her time and valuable effort, and more importantly, share her Rolodex. You guys have no idea how important it is when somebody shares their Rolodex, you know? And like when they share their Rolodex, that means that they are truly supportive of you. And this is one of those individuals that I will cherish and appreciate uh, forever. Uh, and I'm so glad that from a professional working environment, it became uh, a friendship, even though we don't get to see each other all the time, Every time we do text or chat or, uh, or whatever, uh, it's really awesome. And we have this really cool connection about the fact that we also have a little bit of German in us. So we lived in Germany. So we are Iranian, German, Americans. But enough about talking about me. It's time for you to meet this lovely lady if you have never met her before. And if you have met her or heard of her, now you get to take a deep dive in who is Bita Milanayan. How are you, Bita Jun? Hi, Manjun. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Man, I really am excited. I've never, I haven't been excited for a Friday night like this in a long time. So thank you so much for making time. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, it took us a COVID-19 for us to have this oh. meetup live. We should have done this a long time ago. And thank you so much for that awesome introduction. You're awesome yourself. And I think at some point we need to switch roles and maybe I interview you on this show. <laughs> well, it'll be fun. You do have a show, which we're going to talk about too. So you can yeah. You will be able to share what you're doing because in, in many ways, it's a similar way, you know, and like this has been like always a great bond and connection that I've had with you and why I wanted to introduce you to my network who may not have known, known of you. Obviously, I know everybody in Cali knows you, but, you know, in different pockets of the world, uh, you may not have uh, been introduced. And I wanted to make sure that my network gets to do that. And because you're dropping it in your Facebook, hello to all of your friends and all your followers. My name is Iman from DC slash Miami. And thank you so much for sharing your LA angel with me for a few minutes. So um, thank you. So Vita, we're going to be talking about a wide, wide range of stuff. It's obviously going to be the talk of this uh, incredible period of time that we're going through, uh, thanks or no thanks to COVID-19. Uh, and also you have a deep passion for food, love, community. And you, you know, you've done so many amazing things, uh, uh, not just in the community, but professionally. And then uh, we also have the fact that you're leading the force for uh, the census, you know? So there's so many things for us to unwrap and go over here tonight. But first, for those who don't know Bita Milanian, I want you to just share it in your own words, who you are, your background, and uh, that's it. Let's start with that. <laughs> it's it's going to be tough to do it quickly and uh, briefly, but, um, you know, um, let's just start with our immigrant story, something that we all share, especially here in America. You know, we're all immigrants at some point, especially in the Iranian-American community. I moved to the United States uh, in 1989. It's been um, 31 years. Me too. Counting. Yeah. 
That's Nein, right. 1989. Yeah, and we both moved here from Germany, Deutschland, Germany, right? Where we both, I think, that's you know, where I've met other individuals like yourself and myself that have you know that grew up in Germany, and we share a special bond because I think the foundation that we have, whether for me having lived there two and a half years as a refugee or you much longer, you know, there is something about the German. A structure that just like builds your foundation makes you tougher and I had another friend actually just recently say it would be the best of both worlds mixing German and Persian culture and ethics so I think she's right I agree. so um so as I mentioned I lived in Germany for two and a half years as a refugee with my parents and then 31 years ago we we're lucky enough uh, to immigrate to the US and um, my professional career, I've always lived in Los Angeles, never lived anywhere else, even though I've traveled the world, especially with the role that I have today and over the past 24 years, um, being in technology world, telecommunication world. You know, I was one of the first geeky ones in the, you know, I just stumbled upon the industry through family who was in the industry and asked me to come and kind of um, work with them to get, you know, myself, you know, into the real professional working world back in 96. And mm -hmm. I've been in telecommunications ever since. And even though I've taken breaks and done some projects and community related um, jobs, uh, which we can talk about, <laughs> but uh, as at my core, I'm a telecom marketing professional. Um, I now work for a very uh, large um, telecommunications company where we have uh, where we serve 140 countries in and have over 4,000 employees, close to a billion dollar in. It's called value. ribbon. It's called ribbon. It's called you, ribbon. You guys just joined. Yeah. Time. So um, that was part of one of my uh, my like amazing like milestones in my career in 2017, where the company I originally started working for, Gemban, merged with another competitor called Sonus and I was, you know, as the mark, my official title is Senior VP of Global Marketing for Ribbon, and uh, which I was at the same time for Gemman at the time. And it was an amazing um, experience for me to be able to help uh, rebrand and rename the two companies and bring them together and then go ring the bell at NASDAQ and officially announce it, you know, being a public company. Um, so Ribbon has its own story and, and I have this incredible team, marketing team that puts on all the, you know, programs and the digital marketing and the and content. I was, and, and I was, yeah. I was yeah. witness to that when you guys at yeah. the conference. And yeah, that's the last time I saw you was in DC. When was it? October? May of last year, oh, May. Uh, we, May of 2019. We do an annual conference called Perspectives and yeah. we try to rotate our cities and last time was in DC. Man. And, and this year was, was, was going to be in your other hometown, Miami, at the Turnberry, but unfortunately, oh, no. for, yeah, so. But, but that, first of all, that was like, I mean, I've had many moments where I've been very proud of you and so impressed, but seeing you run the show for Perspectives, uh, yeah. who, who was the singer again? The famous American? Taylor Dane. Taylor, Taylor Dane. Dane, that's right. And like, yeah. you know, just, and you know, for somebody like me who's in events and production, like, I love it when other people are doing amazing stuff with production, you know? And so like seeing that whole team yeah. coming all to fruition and knowing how proud of you you were of I, you and your team like yeah. I, I i i enjoyed that as much as i think you did you know so. this actually april 1st is my six-year anniversary of working for this company and uh, i don't share much of my you know corporate everyday world on my social media and you know what i do every day therefore not too many people really know what i do they only see the fun community, you know, outreach or whatever yeah. it is that I'm running. So a lot of people have no clue what yeah. my real daytime job well, is. That's, that's how, why I wanted you to know? have this little kick out. Hang yeah, out thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, 
it's 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 wonderful that I have this great job, which by the way, I'm the only employee in Los Angeles. I get to work from home. Um, obviously, I travel a lot over the past six years. I'm on the road a lot, not so much lately, yeah. but um, um, it, it, it's, it proves that, you know, what's going on today with, you know, the use of technology, you and I being able to connect with each other. Yeah. You know, that's what my company does. You know, we're the core infrastructure of all, every single carrier around the world that, you know, is a customer of Ribbon. And, you know, we were just ranked number 19 out of 111 on entrepreneurs um, platforms that help Incredible. people work uh, from home and function. So I'm really proud of that. So and you guys are super of, busy right now. And and, and, yes. and your core services are now being in even more valuable than ever. So I, you know, when, when this ranking just got announced on Entrepreneur Magazine yesterday and the young man who put the article together, I tagged entrepreneur and he came and said, thanks for sharing. I've been working on this for a whole week, even though it was just like a small idea and it turned into this amazing thing. I mean, imagine 111 companies out there are enabling all of us. By the way, some of those 111 are Ribbon's customers because we're white label company. We're like a oh, infrastructure yeah. company. So even though we're number 19 on, on that list, we're really also so you're, serving you're, so, you guys, so you guys provide exactly what's, what are the primary service that you provide for like these other companies? So basically the core hardware software infrastructure of any telecom company out there, any carrier from AT&T to Verizon to Deutsche Telekom to any carrier out there, we are among those companies that we're providing the backbone. For example, City of Los Angeles, where I live, I'm so super proud that today the mayors and mayor's office of City of LA, LAPD, LA Fire Department, they're all using our unified communications platform to be able to communicate that we're turning up more and more lines as they create these satellite offices. So, awesome. um, yeah. So, so I mean, when, especially, I mean, I always knew it, but I think anyone who's listening and he's, you know, they're, they're understanding not just your role, which is a senior vice president role, and also just the scale that your company operates at, mm -hmm. um, one must ask that, okay, so you have this position, you have this career, you're in America, you've been here for 30 years, yet you're not only a proud uh, Los Angelian or, you know, Angelino. Angelino, sorry, I know that's yeah. <laughs> but, but But I love it how you're also such a proud German uh, as an immigrant. And what, where, why do you think that you are still so uh, interwoven with the Persian community when you could easily I have abandon no it? idea. I have no idea. You know, I've asked that question of myself and, you know, I took a break, obviously, from the telecom and the corporate world in um, 2010. I, it started in 2009, but officially in 2010-11, I quit that job and I went and worked for Fahrenheit Foundation where I had been there from the beginning and I became eventually the executive director and Fahrenheit Foundation became my baby. And for those of you who don't know Fahrenheit, it's the most incredible cultural nonprofit organization here in Southern California. And they do incredible work in celebrating Iranian art and culture for the benefit of all. And, you know, I literally left that this industry that I'm describing at different companies and yeah. to go do this and you know i've you know in my lifetime i've you know of this past 20 years being in the iranian american community and working you know for variety of you know nonprofits and projects and artists and what have you which you know my resume i'm so proud of it is so long and i hope that i've done justice to all of them i have questioned myself why like why would you be so passionate it just like I'm dumbfounded myself, you know, the fact that I still it must um, be the money. My, <laughs> so much money. <laughs> you mean all the money out of my pocket? Yes, well, that's right. Every, everybody says that there's so much money in it.
<laughs> when I started my butterfly buzz agency and I did these like productions and these concerts and you know the German in us the, the perfectionist in us everything I took on even you know things that you know never make money I always make it like I make it a project from A to Z you know it has yeah. timelines it has you know a communication plan it has policies it has guidelines so that's right. just how I know how to function yeah. and it was funny because every time I executed something really well um the haters, which means that we've done something right, yeah. would say, well, she's just doing this for the money. Whereas I had lost probably like 70% or whatever it was. Yeah. Or like, yeah. and, you know, for me, <laughs> I, I was lucky enough not to allow um, any of that, those negativities, you know, at the time we didn't have social media as heavily as today. Today is even worse. You know, we, to be able to go past that and really focus on your mission, which is doing a good job with, pure intentions and being genuine about it those that get it and appreciate it they do and they stick with you and that's all that matters exactly no i mean we're not we're not meant to be in this world to appeal to everybody you know exactly uh, but if you're lucky enough you have a you have a small group of people around you so cheers to all of them yeah no of course cheers to all <laughs> of the people that appreciate the people that work hard and they see through them uh, yeah. i definitely try to do that i try i've always you know genuinely try to help support others and elevate them and put them on the pedestal. Uh, I, I think I can vouch for that. I can, okay. I can definitely vouch for that. So. Cheers. <laughs> and you know what? Cheers to the other ones too, man. Just make sure you find your own happiness. You know? don't, bring, exactly. don't bring somebody else. Uh, you know, focus on your own happiness, you know? So, yeah. so first of all, I'm glad that you're part of a company that's thriving right now. But the reality is that we are living in like one of the most precarious times mm -hmm of our uh history you know i mean many would say of all time uh, yep. but definitely in our lifetime mm -hmm. and I, I just would love to have your take how have you been handling it you know how have you been keeping positive obviously we keep him busy but yeah. what you know just tell me about your experience you and bruce yeah. you know yeah so bruce my husband of uh how long have we been? we've been together since 1998 married since 2001 um he he definitely Bruce or Ben, who's June, uh, he's definitely been my pillar of support. I mean, if there's so many things that I've been blessed with, you know, my parents, you know, friends, but, you know, Bruce has been my, you know, seriously, my pillar of support, like no other, other, especially working in the, you know, community, doing community work and doing all the things that I've been doing as a woman. Yeah. And by the way, the industry I'm in is, you know, very much male dominated and, but I've never allowed that part of, you know, the, the the discrimination or the injustices that are there with women in technology that we've I've posted about a lot and talk about. And I'm very much passionate about to help kind of um, level that situation. You know, I've never really had a negative, huge, you know, uh, something that has brought me down. I've always looked at it from the other side. I'm an equal and I just went for it. And in my personal life, you know, having had Bruce as my partner, you know, it's been a true blessing to be able to do all the things that I'm doing professionally and personally, you know, even though some of the projects that I take on, you know, including what we're about to talk about, you know, with the senses, you know, they take a lot of time from my personal life. And, yeah. you know, he never complains. He doesn't like it sometimes, you know, he sometimes <laughs> gets dragged into it and he has to help too. But, you know, he's been, you know, okay, that's what you want to do. Great. You know, like today with this interview, you know, he helped me set up the light, you know, it's so important for partners and you know, uh, family members to support each other, especially if you have somebody crazy like me <laughs> who wants to do all these different things and they have the ability to do it. Everybody yeah. should support 
support them. You know, yeah. if you see somebody in your family that has the capabilities of doing different things and they feel like they can't do it because they don't have the emotional or the whatever financial support, you know, if you see a potential in them, everybody should pitch in and help them to reach their maximum potentials. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, kudos to Behruz June for, for being <laughs> a supporter. I mean, to the, I mean, that's, that's all you can possibly ask for when yeah. it comes to a partner in life is yeah. that somebody mm -hmm. that that really supports you and your mission, you know, you and mm -hmm. your vision, you and your goals and you and your dreams. And I've seen from afar that he has been your biggest cheerleader. And yes. that's incredible. You know, I mean, people, yeah. should, many men should learn from him, especially yeah. Persian men. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we've been uh, together since 1998 by faith. Blind date. Believe in blind dates. Wow. Um, we can have we could have a full uh, live broadcast on dating, going on blind dates, and it works. And today, you know, from my stepson with him, I have three beautiful grandchildren. They yeah. call me Nini. Some the people coolest, say you're the not. coolest grandmother. Yeah. For sure. They know me as grandma or Nini, Mama Nini short for Nini. And, you know, I have this, you know, I'm really lucky I didn't have children of my own with Bruce, uh, which today I'm happy I didn't because of this crazy world we live in. It's so hard. My hat's off and I bow down to every parent out there. I feel you guys you. are my heroes you know I parents out there are my heroes you know it's not easy especially with this COVID-19 being home with the kids and homeschooling while going through your own challenges you know being a parent is so hard oh my, so I, came I, to, I came to Miami from DC because I didn't want my parents to be so upset yes, I, yes. so it, it never yeah. ends <laughs> It By the way, happens. I love your parents and I love your relationship with your parents. Thank you know, you. everybody should learn from you being the most amazing son that you are to your oh, parents. I appreciate it. I'm fully, I learned I'm from fully you. flawed, but I appreciate yeah. it. Thank well, we, uh, we all are, but the way we handle them, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we've been together. We, 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 you know, the way we're handling it, you know, um, I think in Los Angeles, I mean, we knew about COVID-19 and, you know, about staying safe at home um, probably from early March. But the official night here in Los Last Angeles. Last week, right? No, it was on Shabbat, uh, like on Sal Tahvil, on Persian oh, wow. New Year. Oh, wow. so two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, and on March 19th was the official announcement. I was preparing Sabzi Kolomahi and, yeah. you know, and we already were not together with family. We already knew my parents can't come over and my grandkids usually come over on um, Persian New Year. So we canceled right. that, which was heartbreaking for me, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's when it was announced here at 5.30 in the afternoon and 8 o'clock we had 8.45 was Sal Tahvil. So... We've been home. Um, I probably have left home two or three times. I took it seriously long time ago. About, I mean, I knew, you know, being Good. connected with Europe and the rest of the world through my work, you know, I knew early on this is going to, you know, be a much bigger thing that a lot of people think it is. So yeah. I've become very passionate about making sure we stop the fake news, you know, the WhatsApp messages, the Telegram message messages oh that are God. going around, yes. you know, and it's so devastating to see you know especially the elderly who are desperate to have information they're falling to the trap of this you know ridiculous chain of you know in wrong information so i beg everybody to please go to the source there's so many valid sources now in every city in every county on a state level on a global level cdc yeah. to to um I mean, well, like, yeah, John Hopkins uh, University. I mean, there, there's exactly. definitely incredible sources, you know. And there are also Persian language, you know, outlets that are putting out, pro you know, correct information. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I pause this for one second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the whole thing. 
So yeah. did you, I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram, but it was about this mother who's washing, Persian mother who's washing a baguette. Did you watch? <laughs> However, there is Gushkon. There's a funnier story behind this. So first of all, I saw it last night and like I proclaimed it as the funniest Persian video I've ever seen yeah. because especially because the reaction of the daughter you know, cursing, know. cursing, like, Asan, it was like, oh my God. this is like every Persian household, you know? know. Was, then, there's another one with the dog running around there, like, this is the dog that the family didn't want, it's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but but anyway, so this video, I posted it, and I was like, if anybody knows this girl, I want her to have me as a guest, I have, I have a guest, at awesome people. Within two minutes, I had one of my Instagram friends message me saying, I know her, and then she told her, and then she messaged me, and I was like, the six degrees of separation shit really works. Like zero, zero like, degrees like of separation. That, that, that video could have been any 80 million Iranians yeah, in the world, true, you yeah. know? And like within five minutes, I was connected. So then like she saw a couple of videos that I did with Tehran and Bliss. She's like, mm -hmm. Iman, I'm sorry, like my English isn't that good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, now don't worry. We won't do a live like this, but we're going yeah, to do it. We're, we're, there, doing, yeah. we're doing an Instagram live actually. Like, oh, I love it. On Sunday night. But oh, Neely, I can't wait to see Neely, that. Neely and her husband, Payam, they're from... Um, Somewhere in Florida, actually, very near That's to me right so now. Hilarious. So it's just when it's just this whole story has been so. No, funny. this whole misinformation, I'm telling you, and it's become my pet peeve. And I, I fake news. Anytime somebody sends something to me, and it, you know the funniest part of it all is how people get offended. Like it's like you you're cursing at them when you tell them you're sending me fake news. Yeah. It's okay. You didn't know, but yeah, I'm telling you, it's fake because I care for you. So. Exactly. That's a moment when somebody tells you it's not accurate information, it's for your own good. Exactly. All right. So what we're going to do next, uh, Peter, we're going to go to a little break uh, just okay. because, you know, when we do this kind of stuff at the end of the day, uh, we, we, we want to have a nice little promotional plug to kind of keep it yeah. exciting. So we're going to go for a little break. But when we come back from this little break, we're going to uh -huh. do rapid fire, by the way. So we're going to be asking you some questions that you've never heard of before. And I'll give you the rules when we come back. So let's go to the commercial. We'll be right back. I like breaking the rules. <laughs> All right. All right, rule breaker. <laughs> Need some space? Introducing the Space Stick. Perfectly crafted to keep you exactly six feet away from others. Your order will also include the body grip to free up your hands to enjoy that OJ. Order now for just $9.99. All jokes aside, now more than ever, you need to be mindful of your health, look out for your loved ones, and take social distancing seriously like we are right now. With your free time, we encourage you to invest in yourself personally and professionally. And that's what we're here for. As experienced business, branding, and video content specialists, we want to help you create a strong foundation to withstand the storm. And since we're all in this together, we want to offer you a free coaching session. We would love to help everyone, but unfortunately with limited bandwidth, we're only able to select a few businesses. So click on the link below and in our bio for more information and to apply now. Let's unite and conquer. All right, so we're back with the one and only Bita Milanian, uh, one of my favorite Iranian, well actually the favorite Iranian German American that I know. And- That's um, <laughs> so I, I have to address this this video that you guys saw, uh, and just Peter, in case you didn't know, uh, especially given the circumstances right now, what my team at Unite and Conquer and Night Owls are able to do is really help out other small business owners and creating nice. cool content. And we're actually offering coaching sessions. So uh, like nice. I'm literally offering free coaching sessions for people who go and apply. I, I feel like this is the best way to go through this period is by helping other people. And for, for us, a coaching session is like 
I get to talk to new uh, to other small business owners. You know, I get to. Yeah, I get to, is so important. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about supporting each other at this time. You know, so if there's any small business owners that are watching this all over the world, myself and Jasmine, who's a brand therapist, and Brandon, who's our video content specialist, who's doing the switching right now. Who's shout out to Brandon? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's one of the integral members of Night Owls. I mean, like I have a whole team, Beta, that truly loves to help other people right now, you know? And, you know, when we're looking for business too, what better than to team up with another company that wants to also sure. grow their business? And, you know, so so that's what the, the video that the, the, the people just saw was basically the commercial for that. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to some rapid questions. And there's this very quick rule. You either are going to start answering the question like within like 10 seconds or I'm going to the next one. Okay. Because it has to be not just a rapid question, but it's got to be rapid. It's answer. been a long day. I've been up since 5 a.m. Let's gonna, see how much I'm going to, I'm going to start them easy for you. They're going to be softballs okay. and then it gets to like, okay. you know, curveballs. All right. Texting or, <laughs> texting or talking? Texting. Favorite day of the week? Friday. Oh, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I assigned you for no, seriously, it's Friday. Okay, cool. Friday. Yay. Uh, favorite city in the U.S. besides L.A.? New York. Oh, okay. Nickname your parents used to call you or call you? Uh, Bitana. Bitana. Mm -hmm. That's cool. What's it's the like Bitana, the biscuits, like the cookies, Bitana. <laughs> I was like, actually, actually, it's Bitana. Sorry, I apologize. It's Bitana. Oh, Bitana. It was like a, it's like cookies like in Iran. Those who were in Iran, they know. <laughs> um, last song you downloaded or streamed, uh, or, you know, like. Uh, it was, last time was George Michael's uh, Symphonica. Oh, wow. My sister loves George Michael, you know. Yeah. So these yeah, you're doing a one, wonderful job. Um, actually, so uh, while we're on this note, your favorite Persian singer. I know this is a bad question to ask you because oh, you're God. friends with all of them. Do you, me, do you want me to like get like killed? Uh, my favorite. Okay, my favorite Persian male singer. I'll tell you is Farmaz Aslani. Oh uh, yeah, and Marjan, she's so awesome. I actually was gonna message Marjan today to see if we can make a have Farmaz do the same show, and I actually mm. want Marjan doing there too. She's yeah, I already so told her they might be watching right now. If oh, you're watching, hi. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm not sure. Um, um, well, anyways, I was I was referring to Farhan. Uh, okay, so then we have here. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? This will determine your love for animals. <laughs> No, as, as somebody who speaks four languages, it's a tough decision here. Uh, yeah, every language in the world. Okay, very cool. Uh, favorite holiday. No ruse. <laughs> and damn it, we freaking miss celebrating it like normal, but we, we will certainly never forget this no ruse, that's for sure. And I also like Christmas equally, if I may. Oh, because of Weihnachten. You know, when you're. When you're you, all you so I, I, just think, I just think, you know, those are the two celebrations that you really get, you know, us, you know, living in abroad. I mean, even in Iran, they celebrate it now bigger than here. But it's just like are the two times of the year that you drop everything and you bring family together and you do so many amazing things. And I love it. I just, that's what I love about them. Yeah, it's like when the world shuts down, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how long does it take for you to get ready? 20 minutes. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? 10. <laughs> I you know, no, you, I am. You, you do IG lives and stuff. Yeah, of course. No, I'm like, I'm like a great driver. Uh, at what age do you want to retire? Uh, probably 70. 
but I'll probably never really retire. I was going to say, I can't even see you as a retiree. I mean, I officially, <laughs> yes, but I'm, I don't think I'll ever retire. But, you know, all I know, and I'm going live on this and it'll be forever. All I know is that I don't want to live forever kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, yeah, not one of those people. Like, if I'm, like, crippled and, like, people have to take care of me, you know, it's just yeah. not my thing. So, yeah. anyway. I know. No, I, 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 but I it's do a agree. Thing. It's, it's not a negative thing, you know? I, I completely, basically, until you're dependent, that's yeah, a good exactly. to be, you know? Exactly. Um, invisibility or super strength? Mm, super strength. Um, you know what? You passed the rapid fire. Great job, Dita. That was good. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I, I was really worried about this one because I wasn't sure what you're going to ask. So no, thank I, you. I, I, I kept them very nice, you know, but I might thank throw you. in a couple curveballs throughout the evening uh, I like as, as we progress. So let's do my seat. Keep me on my edge of my seat. <laughs> so um, you, you have a deep passion for uh, for cooking and food and stuff like that. And you have like... And dancing. I forgot. Seriously, you have the longest resume. Yeah, in history. I know. <laughs> um, so you choose. Do you want... Well, you can talk about both. Which one do you want to talk about first? Which one? Um, let's talk about cooking. I think, you know... I mean, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's do cooking. Yeah. You have Bita's kitchen. I want you. Yeah. To, I want you to share with people because there's a lot yeah. of people, especially right now, that have a lot of time on their hand that, mm -hmm. that they can hopefully tune to Bita's First kitchen. First of all, I, I find this whole thing about you know I'm all about supporting small business and eating out, and, and I've been one of the you know I'm a foodie forever kind of a person. But I think during these challenging times, to be told to eat out is a bit of a strange kind of a contradiction to me. Yeah. But anyway, more than ever, uh, cooking at home, I think, has become more relevant to all of us. And it gives us an opportunity to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, and that's what how this whole Pizza's Kitchen started. Um, when I took this job in 2014, yeah, uh, I started traveling so much, the, especially the first year and a half, that my body went into exhaustion mode. Um, um, I went into early menopause. I'm 46. I went into menopause at 42. Um, mm. I share this openly because I think it's important to talk about these things, especially oh as God, women. Yeah. Sometimes women don't talk about these things. You know, I've been a very healthy person all my life, but um, have, you know, when I left Farhang, where you know, at Farhang Foundation, where I worked very long hours, and you know, we did so many amazing things as an organization, but it took a toll on me working long hours. And then I jumped into this new job, which also had long hours. And then on top of that travel, yeah. my body just went into this like, hello, I can't take it no more. So I oh, went into early yeah. menopause. And you know, that comes with a whole series of things. Those have gone through it, know it, and usually don't go until after in your 50s. And I went yeah. through it very early on, which I And if I'm not mistaken, like at first, you don't automatically even think it's that, right? No, I, like I, I, the reason I found that I have it, um, you know, I wasn't paying attention to the female stuff so much. You know, I thought, oh, I'm just, you know, traveling and it's like irregular. But then I started having extreme. Um, uh, hyperpigmentation in my face, like dark spots everywhere. So I just was a mess. You know, mm -hmm. people don't see some of these things. And I like to talk about these things because people don't talk about these things, you know? I it, yeah. So um, I realized when I did this, this test finally, because I wasn't sure what's going on with my skin, that's how it all started. I found that my, um, all my levels, my uh, everything you can imagine, it's like cortisol levels. Everything is like, boom, under like, yeah. Talk about flattening the curve. All my curves were like down below. Right, right. So that's when I realized, you know, Bita, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't wake up and, you know, 
eat well, sleep well, you know, exercise, which I wasn't doing probably for over 10 years. And luckily mm -hmm. enough, I was not, you know, overweight, but I wasn't healthy, you know, physically I wasn't fit. So that's how I started. I'm like, you know what, at least when I'm home and I'm not traveling, I'm going to start cooking. And then with social media, I started posting my videos and some of them now pop up from back in 2017 with like thousands of views, which like was like, what? I'm just making a pasta, but like the way I Amazing. guess I made it or however quickly I made it, then the whole concept became healthy, quick meals that you can make at home with minimal ingredients, keep it simple so people don't think. And in 2018, um, I like woke up one Friday of course. And I'm like, you know what? You know, I just make this thing real because I was mixing it up. I was putting it on my personal feed. And I'm like, maybe people don't want to see my cooking, but those people that do it. So that's how Pita's Kitchen came about. Yeah. Pita Kitchen Official is the handle on both Facebook. I was going to say it again. Everywhere they can find you right now, say it because I think this is one of the Just Google me. <laughs> okay. Or Google. Yeah. Yeah. But Pita Kitchen Official is my kitchen profile. And Pita Melanian is obviously my personal. But, you know, I started like posting videos there and it like kind of took a life of its own and then back in uh, may you know when i went when i came back from perspectives when you saw me in dc a dear friend of mine alex arkissian has a restaurant here in los angeles called momad which is a middle eastern mediterranean flair and um three years ago he started this thing called immigrant dinners as part of los angeles football where he was featuring foods from different um, countries that were part of the travel ban yeah uh, it was really the coolest concept. So this past year in 2019, which happens every May, every Wednesday, he featured food from different parts of the world. This year, the last year, he decided to feature guest chefs. So yeah. the first two weeks was an Italian-American chef. And then the last two weeks was Ita as the guest chef for Persian cooking. And we raised money. And it was the most incredible experience. I remember that. And we got to, you know, I got to cook in a real commercial kitchen and prepare for, I mean, it was, it's, hard work you know i have right. so much i always had respect for people in restaurant industry and working in kitchens but it, this took it next level so pita's kitchen has kind of taken a life of its own and um uh, when I, was the last time you made an episode you know i haven't i mean so i have like some ideas that you know i'm it's working on it. yeah, it's yeah. I, I, it. I really it's not just about cooking it's about yeah. you know kind of mixing the social elements into it so hopefully uh yeah. i was planning on shooting my pilot this past couple of months but then it's been kind of crazy and then i got sucked and kind of went into the whole census campaign yeah. uh, so which we can talk about at the end but uh so anyway pizza's kitchen it's all about how do we make quick, healthy meals under 45 minutes with minimal ingredients. And my focus is mainly Persian and Italian, but sometimes you know, I've made an Asian dish and I'm making more and more vegetarian and vegan um, recipes that are still very tasty. So um, and people are becoming less meat. Um, you know, there are people want to eat more vegetarian or vegan. I myself, I'm semi-vegan uh, and I feel good about it. And that was part of my whole regimen to fix my other health problems. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend it. You know, being gluten-free has helped me a lot. You know, so anyway. Well, what, uh, I, what, what, first of all, what I really admired is the fact that you mentioned your experience with the early menopause mm -hmm. and, and just being open about it. Uh, if there's some type of advice or suggestion or just a message that you want to give right now to to women who are either before it or going through mm -hmm. it, uh, feel free to share. This. Number one, uh, number one for any woman out there, especially going through that phase of their life, is self care. Mm -hmm. For you to, you know, make sure you exercise, make sure you eat healthy. You know, for me, uh, 
being becoming non-dairy focused and no gluten has helped me a lot while mm -hmm. exercising and my form of exercise which you know started in november of 2017 that month of november 2017 when my company merged and had that big merger and then um i signed up or agreed to be part of this dancing with the star style dance competition which i have yeah. for which i have to pl uh, plan i mean um train for and then i ended up winning it and that's how i got into whole dancing ballroom dancing and i've been competing you know as a amateur and been continuing to dance has really emotionally and physically helped me to get through that really difficult period i'm not on any medication thankfully no hormones nothing you know i've stayed away from it as much as possible mm. because that's what doctors tell you if you can compensate by exercising and creating your own you know um basically allowing your own body to heal itself as much as possible and then yeah. eating healthy and sleeping and basically taking care of yourself you know well how do you how do you know that um because obviously you're a driven person, you know, you, you, you really are, you, you're the kind of person that wants to make the most out of every moment of life. Mm -hmm. But there are, there are some people that they do it until they actually crash. And yeah. so, so what, what recommendation do you have that, that, you know, what, you got to listen to your signs, you know, like there, there, there is a point where you don't want to go too much. So, mm -hmm. you know, I get criticized Iman June by certain individuals that are my friends that I'm doing too much, that I'm going overboard. I need to take it easy. You know what? Everybody should know their own limits. I know my own limits. Yes. There are times because I overcommit and I say yes to too many things yeah. that I do take it, but I've, I, I'm, you know, at an age now that I know when to stop back in the days i would work 19 20 hour days mm. i don't do that anymore 10 11 o'clock i try to shut down even though i have things to do sure. you have to find your own balance at some point you know yeah. certain people you know i'm sure you're the same way we get more done in a day than some people do in a month you know it's just the way it is it's the dynamic of it it's not yeah. that i'm better than the rest or it's just everybody has their own and they're probably better than other things i'm probably lacking in focus in certain areas or i make mistakes certain places because i do too many things right. but it's just everybody's different so uh, you need to be your own biggest advocate and love yourself like nobody else loves you and that's what i have come and these are the typical stuff you hear in every motivational uh class you go to any self-improvement kind of um guidance that you get yeah. it's about yourself first because if i don't take care of me yeah. i can take care of nobody else you know if i'm not healthy enough to work and make money so i can all buy the, all the things that i want to buy for my grandkids or go visit them then it doesn't mean anything so that's my advice if i, I it. no that's that's <laughs> that's for sure i'm sure people really appreciate it out there because uh and that's why i'm kind of glad that the world is kind of going through this thing too. It sounds so weird to say that, but I think everybody just needs to kind of take a step back and mm -hmm. and just slow their roll as much as possible. You know, because sure. because if you're if you're not if if you are not in an optimal state of mind, health, body, and soul, mm -hmm. you're you're worthless to yourself, which means that you're worthless to other people too. Exactly. And what better time now, Iman Jun? Like yeah. we all. Take the, you know, it's difficult being home and what have you, but it's a great time to find yourself. You know, I have been very busy with work and again with the senses that we're going to talk about, but yeah. I have my checklist that I have that I want to do for myself personally from organizing my closet, which by the way, we don't know when we're going to ever use any of the stuff <laughs> in that closet, to, you know, uh, set it, you know, revamping my own website and doing this whole portfolio of all the work I've done. These are things that have been on my bucket list that I get hopefully yeah. to do now. And 
you know, so make the we best should of turn it. every negative into a positive. So we are going to now talk about the census, but we're going to yes. do it right after this little promo right here. Okay. So stay tuned for one minute and we'll come and talk it. about the census. You got it. Thank you for uh, sticking around, everybody. Hopefully you're enjoying this show and you're enjoying to get to know this incredible woman who just does so many things, does everything with a pure heart and is, a, is like the energizer bunny. So it's, it's so fun to have a little chit chat with you, Bita. How you doing so far? Good. I'm having so much fun with you. And thanks for allowing me to openly talk about me. It's, great. <laughs> it's wonderful. You, a lot of people can learn a lot of great things from you. Thank so you. I'd I hope to so. have you more and more in the future. Um, so, so one of the many things that you're working on right now, which I know you worked on, I think it was four years ago, right? The census ago for you. Ten, ten years. Wait, ten. so, oh my God, it's been ten years since I got yes. this other. Oh my yes. God. Because so, yes. so then, wow. Okay. So anyway, yeah. well, let let's just get right to it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it's very important to you. You guys have created Instagram mm -hmm. pages. You guys are like almost like the official representative yeah. of. So I'll, I'll just let you explain what's going on sure. and why it's so important so, to pay attention. Yeah. So in the U.S., every 10 years, um, there is something called the census. So the United States count every, counts every single person in every single household. And with that comes so many benefits. And that's how the $675 billion fund gets distributed throughout the United States. Um, the Iranian community, as we all know, does not have its own category as a minority group. Um, we've had some individuals saying, why do we want to separate ourselves? Why don't we want to be part of the big, you know, group of, you know, this community? Why do we want to alienate ourselves? We're not alienating ourselves. This is about the Hispanic community, the Chinese community. You know, we all know that the minority communities in the U.S. receive certain benefits and advantages, which is wonderful. And the Iranian community being the most influential, successful, growing, fastest growing Iranian um, immigrant community in the U.S., uh, is not benefiting from that. Ten years ago, in 2010, the Iranian Complete Count Coalition was created, and at the time, you know, I was the national campaign manager. Three or large organizations came together and kind of put that coalition together, and all the Iranian American organizations came together. Unfortunately, 
we didn't respond to those uh, questionnaires and we have PSAs and videos and you know it you know we know that we have at least a million Iranians here in California and the total count came out about 270,000 and we know that's very wrong. And for the census to count a minority group, a minority group in the U.S., you have to have a minimum threshold of a million counts. Wow. So it's fast forward to, to 2020, the Los Angeles Iran-American community, you know, from nonprofits to the media outlets to a certain uh, individuals who are very active in the community came together again, together with the representation from the U.S. Census Bureau because they have an assigned partnership specialist in every community including the Iran-American community, we came together, we created this um, complete count committee, which is part of the census um, efforts to engage different communities to start um, to, to become aware and create awareness in their communities. We created the Iranian complete count committee, which is operating under the tagline um, Iranians count. So everybody can go to iranianscount.org online on, on, on our website or on any of the social platform like you mentioned facebook's instagram um twitter and you can see on youtube where we have a lot of videos too so um i was elected as, we're all volunteers i was elected as the committee chair again based on my experience and the network that i have within the community both locally and nationally to um, bring awareness about the importance of writing Iranian on question number nine. So uh, I've been working very hard together with the rest of the task force um, to you know, create content and raise awareness, but we need everybody's help. You know, We have all these amazing videos that are actually just launched over the past um, week or so um, that are really cool. We got some beautiful faces of our community, community leaders that in you know, celebrities that came and showed up in one day on March 12th. It was like the longest day ever. I saw that, before we go into the whole uh, shutdown mode, they came, they showed up in the, during the day to do the PSAs. You know, we shot the videos with my dear friend Hamid Moslehi. And then in the evening, we went to the radio and did the kickoff show um, remotely. So a lot of people are working behind the scenes very hard to create this content and awareness. And we all, when, because of COVID-19, the period to participate in the census has been extended. April oh, 1st was the first official day, but you know it's gonna go through July, but let's not wait till July. We're all home. Yeah. We have nothing else to do. Go to iranianscount.org <laughs> and just you know follow the steps and it's easy, it's 10 minutes. So, they can, 10 so, so they can fill out online? Cause I know I received yes, it in the letter. Yes, this is the first time uh, this is the first year that you can fill it out online. So you can either fill out the form that you got at your home, or you can go to the census website. It's right there on the homepage or to go okay. to the Iranian. So, so there is no excuse for anybody watching here, especially if you're Iranian, to not go to iranianscount.com? .org. Iranianscount.org, right? So, yes. so go over there. I, I did it like, it's so funny, like almost like a day or two after you messaged me, mm -hmm. I received it in the letter and yeah. I was like, normally I would have put it aside. The yeah. entire time I had you in my voice and I was like, I'll do it. Right <laughs> yeah, you now. don't want to get in trouble with Peter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's one per household, right? Yes, one form per household. So, and if some people said I didn't receive my code because when you go online, it asks for your code. You don't need the code. You can skip that step. Oh, okay. It's per address. So you just fill it out for your whole household. And this includes everybody who's, you know, considered has a home in the U.S. So you have some grandparents that come and go and stay here six months. They get counted too if they're here at the time that you're filling out the census. Because you know the the benefits. You know, people say, so what? The benefits are 
um, like many. So if you go on iraniancount.org, we've listed them all. I don't think we have time to go through tell them the all top, now. Tell me the top three. Basically, benefits. I'll tell you my first, my own personal experience. Not being a my, considered a minority in 1991 when I was applying for uh, financial aid, very much needed financial aid as a new immigrant here because I was considered white because that's what um, we are considered right now. We're considered under the white category, white race category. You know, I was declined to receive benefits, whereas my fellow student who was fourth generation Mexican, because they fall under the minority group, because some people say, well, our children were born here. They don't think they're Iranian. Well, they're born to Iranian parents. And if they feel that they're it's how you how you connect yourself, you identify yourself. Yeah. So if, you, if your children identify themselves as Iranian, then they, too, can be considered as Iranian. Because eventually it will benefit them in the long run when they retire and they need social benefits as an elderly person because yeah. it goes both ways. We will have political clout. We would have um, so many different you know areas where when you are counted as a minority group in the United States, that that it com there comes benefits with that. So yeah. that's why we're trying to do this. It's not about uh, separating ourselves or alienating ourselves from being an American. We're all Americans. But we just happen to be Iranian Americans, and the, all you have to do is pick any box. You could, you know, because we have Iranians that have uh, black blood in their lifeline that goes back to south of Iran, going back to the. Yes, you can check yourself black, but you also can write an Iranian underneath it. So there's no reason to say, well, I'm not. I don't want to check or check white, or I don't want to check whatever else. And the other one last thing on this, people say, well, Iranian is not a race. You're absolutely correct. But that's how the United States Census has created their tabulation system. It's not something that we created. Mm. And so under the race category, if you look at it, like under white, you'll see Italian, you see Chinese. So there is all over that. You know, that's how they calculate, you know, the different minority groups. And um, that's it. Yeah. So uh, so it looks like uh, the entire Iranian-American uh, community needs this education to first be informed about the importance of this that it's still not out there are there any paid ads like is there digital marketing going is there yes. like, who, who's budgeting this i mean so this iraniancount.org is all volunteer based um there has been some funding that we've received from uh, one of the um government organizations that has supported us with the psas okay. but the census the u.s census has spent a lot of money in creating awareness through their third-party ad agency that they're putting out advertising to raise awareness about the census and yeah. parse the quality center together no but Bita, we need to start to cut you off but we need to come up with something funny viral cool yeah that will we got some of those some of those things are on the i just posted the blooper version with monster brawny and i saw that but we got we yeah. got to do more i mean we got yeah. and i know you told me last month to help yeah. out yeah. and, and all we need to do is you know either people can create their own bloopers you know uh you know farzi loco can create his own moss yeah. has helped out you know the, there's yeah. a blooper version of the one that i've posted before they're serious one yeah. there's a bloopers version but Bottom line is, whether it's funny or serious, everybody needs to take this serious. I mean, yeah. it's not about, you know, it's not about separating ourselves. It's about creating an identity for ourselves as a community that's been most, you know, that's been contributing so much to America for us to also have a say, you know. And right now we don't have a voice. So yeah. we need to have a voice. Good. Is there anything else regarding the, the census that you no, want to just mention? Please go on iraniancount.org, whether you go on the website or on the social media pages. <laughs> Message me directly. Um, I yeah. answer every single you know 
question um, and please spread the word you know that's all we can ask for Yara Shahidi and her father Afshi Shahidi did a personal um, PSA video for us I mean there are oh, people man, I want to have a yeah. chat with Yara man yeah. I'm going to message yeah. her her father but I know you're okay. with her Make yeah. it happen. She would. She makes us so proud as yes, Iranian Americans. She and she's the future the president of the United States. Mark I, my I, word. Wanna, I would believe I, that. I've known Yara since she was nine years old. She is so passionate about her. You know, she wants to tell the whole world that she's Iranian just I as much it. as she's, you know. And she started that when she was nine years old, making um, when she co-starred with Eddie Murphy, and she wanted to do a. A press junket in the Iranian community so I was the publicist to help with them that's how we met wow, and, yeah. um, and she's just an incredible you know incredible young woman yeah. and we're and back then we didn't hashtag have hashtags now we do so ever since we do I've been hashtagging Yara for POTUS ever since so I'm she rooting is, for that she is um and you can also tell she's raised by really great parents I mean, yes. I mean like it's it, i can you can just tell certain things yeah. and there's a lot so of her authentic. brothers her two young brothers are amazing too and just yeah. they're just the most humble amazing effective um first family to me <laughs> i love it i love it i can totally see them all in the office in about 10, yeah. 20 yeah. years whatever it is yeah. um what i what i did want to also ask you about or talk to you about is um what makes you happy I think I'm one of those people that when I see my people around me and my community and the, the when I see balance and and justice around me and and that's what I think I get get kick out of it. So when I see injustice or something where somebody needs help or whatever, I feel like obligated to jump in there, which takes a toll on me sometimes, you know, yeah. when you want to be, um, I don't want to call myself a fixer because by no means am I in that position to fix things, but I tend to be the fixer. Like if there's a problem, you know, people come to me and I get to solve that problem. I, you know, that's, that's my high yeah. being able to solve somebody's problem, being able to, um, be an effective person in somebody's life or a business or an organization, whatever it is. So I think, you know, it's just part of my DNA. It's not about, you know, some, again, some people who are not as kind would call that, you know, somebody who wants attention, but that's not, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't even go there anymore. I don't even allow that to enter my space and my um, zone. But, you know, I just feel good when I do something good for my surrounding, whether it's in the Persian community, whether it's outside. And I'm so blessed to have so many amazing people in my life all over the world at a touch of a button in my black Rolodex that yeah. I <laughs> reference. You know, I, I am so humbled that I can text individuals and they just say yes. Or even if they can't say yes, they make sure they find another source that yeah. can help solve that problem for me. And I pride myself in having that connection and that network and that's my tip to every young person entering the business world entering the real world is that don't forget the power of your network don't forget the power that you will have eventually if you're kind to people if you appreciate the person that are senior to you that give you advice and guidance have I ever been in a situation where that senior person has not been kind or 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 um, has been abusive towards me yes 100% but I I kind of took that with all the other things that comes with that whereas I'm learning from this person from their experience and let's just not be so sensitive about everything and just you know work hard to get to the next level and build that pathway 
that's going to carry you forward forever and don't ever break um, burn bridges that's that's my thing you know and, that's and that's, and you and you actually have also amongst the many other things that you keep yourself busy with uh, you've been very big on women empowerment you know so yes. what what are what other message do you have especially for younger women perhaps even younger iranian american women mm -hmm. that are right now growing up in um you know, like as 18, 19, 20 years, if they were born and raised here, you know, yeah. they may have lost their identity to Iranians or mm -hmm. they might be confused. What advice do you have for young Iranian Americans that are growing up right now here? Um, Female. I, I, can only, I can only speak uh, like as to my own experience. Just like you said earlier, you know, I don't even know why I feel so connected to my Iranian roots. Technically, I should have forgotten a long time ago. I left Iran when I was 13. But somehow it stayed with me, similarly with you. You know, it's something that's part of my DNA. I'm not very Persian. Like, I don't do a lot of things that are typical Persian cultural stuff. But as far as, like, my lifestyle. But my DNA, I am so proud of it. And that transcends into my everyday life. In my corporate world, every single person knows that I'm very much connected to my community. And I gain respect for that because... First of all, they see a different side of you. When people connect, and I meant I kind of I referenced back to an interview I did a long time ago, and I'm like, wow, that was good what you just said there. <laughs> Is that when people I personally as well, when you get to know somebody on a cultural, personal level, you tend to trust them more. You feel like you know them more. I mean, in business, like if you I'm sure you have had many experiences with somebody, let's say from you know, China, if you know that, in you know, what they do in everyday life and their culture, you feel like, oh, my God, that's what they do. I, we do the same thing. Or you find, you know, a mutual ground. Similarities, yeah. Similarities, you know. And that's how people, when you start trusting people, you do business with them more. You share more freely with them. And it just, it's such an amazing thing to to be proud of where you come from and who you are and what you stand for. Because if you're confident and you're like, yeah, I own this, this is who I am, people respect you more for that and they become more, in you become more interesting. Right. And what better way, better thing than being an interesting person, not a boring person, you know? Yeah, so you, you you share your cultural, your culture's music, you share your culture's <laughs> dance. You well, the dancing is a lot of Latin stuff. It's probably, that's like your thing. I, 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 I'm very poor rule. I, oh, when, yeah. we do these, when we do these uh, showcases at our dance studio, um, yeah. the past two uh, show we do like an annual dance showcase for all the students for the holidays. I've squeezed in a Persian dance. Oh, both yeah? Times. I got a little No, no, very like, I did a classical Azari dance once, and then this last time I did kind of like a fusion. So, you know, and people, you know, my my dance studio, they don't teach Persian. You know, they, it's not a part of the thing. But, you know, because I've contributed to that studio and I've been a you know loyal student and I've been part of everything they do. And, you know, we go and clean up the kitchen after, you know, dance, you know, uh, productions or whatever it is, you know, become part of that. You, you need to immerse yourself into something that you love and become part of that community because the community is what's going to hold each other together. And then people will be like, oh, wow, you dance Persian? Why don't you bring your, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just giving it as an example. No, of but course. it's how you perceive things. And on that note, on a final note on this, a lot of people in Germany, and I'm sure you've heard this too, um, that immigrated, who immigrated to the US or other places, they, oh, I hated Germany. They were so racist. I never experienced racism. If anything, I became part of that community. I told you earlier, I was playing the piccolo flute, part of the the, the marching bands they had in that two and a half years. It's yeah. how we, and that applies here too. You know, anywhere we go, 
Yeah. We need to immerse ourselves and become part of that and not yeah. alienate ourselves. You know, same thing with the senses. We need to become a part of it. Not, yeah. We're not alienating, you know. No, I mean, I, I've always said that there's bad apples in every batch, you know. So, yeah. like, yes, in Germany, of course, there's some racist people. But over here in America, I've experienced it. But yeah. you have to look at everything in its totality and as exactly. a whole. And I definitely and had pretend- your attitude too, Imanjun. If I yeah. continue saying I'm not like them and I'm going to stay away from them, that's that's how they're gonna look at you. But if you try to like find the balance and you know become a little bit like them and they become interested in how you are, yeah. that's how you in human in human relations. That's how you find the balance. You know. So I think we need to be more open minded on our end too when we want to try to enter a new space and a new place Absolutely. where we want to be part of something. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the people who like especially Iranians who come here and they kind of just stay like in a little cocoon in the Persian community. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing yourself the biggest disservice. Yeah. Forget about the language part of it. Okay, yeah. you know, you're, you're already hurting yourself for not being able to learn the exactly. language, but then not having the cultural integration. You're doing how nobody a disservice. I received messages in Persian and yeah. you know, on my Instagram, and I've asked, do you live in the US? Yes, and then they answer again in Persian. And it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. okay, yes, I do understand Persian, it's great, but if right. as long as you continue communicating that language that's where you're going to get stuck i love persian language culture i was the executive director of the foundation <laughs> that celebrated all of that that yeah. this is not about dissing my culture it's about uh, becoming a part of the community for your own benefit to succeed right. you know you have to assimilate otherwise if you stay alienated you're never gonna you know you stay in one place yeah. you got to keep on moving forward so i uh, we, <laughs> so i i mean we pretty much just scratched the surface on on the things that you've been doing and who you are and i could go on for hours and hours but unfortunately we do have to wrap it up however i would love for you to spend uh, a minute or two sharing whatever it is that you're passionate about whatever message that you want to let the world know about uh, making the world a better place and being awesome you know being awesome starts with yourself you know you need to feel good about yourself, you know, this is a repetition, but I'll repeat again, you know, self-care is so important in this day and age, you know, with technology and working around the clock, most of us, you know, we forget, you know, taking time out to do whatever it is that makes you happy, you know, not just emotionally, but also makes your body happy, you know, you know, don't be, you know, not being a couch potato and just like sitting there and doing nothing. There's like, so much you can accomplish in one day and just being kind to each other. You know, I see so much, you know, negativity and hate and uh, criticism. I catch myself every time if I, my mind goes somewhere that I try to criticize somebody and I try to shy away from that and move away. Yes, I do get upset. I do get sad yeah. and disappointed. You know, I've had closest friends of mine that I considered family um, disappoint me and you know block me on social media for no reason you know and that's like it's really it really saddens me so I only wish well for everybody and all of us should wish well for each other even if we don't um, see each other eye to eye especially in this thing you know political climate that we live in you know yeah. accept each other as we are and just loving each other and not making a point to go to criticize on someone if you don't like something on social media thankfully there's billions of other options yeah <laughs> let's move on and instead of making a point to write something negative to somebody and just you know being loving human beings that's what we were created to be to love each other and not to be hateful and what better time than now with what we're all going through as a global community i don't think in 100 years 
The yeah. global community has not experienced what we're experiencing. It's a great opportunity yeah. for us to just love. Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, it's so great to not see as much combativeness and hate. You know, mm -hmm. there's a little bit when it comes to decisions of Trump and whatever, but yeah. overall, you see, mm -hmm. like, arms being wrapped around the world. Yes. And, and, I, and I hope that we get out of this mess very quickly, but I hope that we continue to take on these wonderful moments and make mm -hmm. it part of our daily life in the future. And, yeah. Um, and I just I just want to take a moment and on behalf of uh, all Iranians, especially outside of Iran, to thank you for everything that you do to uh, raise our flag, to wave the flag and also the American flag. And you as an L.A. person representing your city, uh, you as a woman, as an Iranian woman. I mean, uh, I have so much love and respect for what you do. And I just cannot wait to see all the great things that you're going to continue doing. I hope that you continue to grow a huge following of people who um, are, are fans of yours, but then also want to do the same great things that you're doing. So continue being a, a wonderful light in the world. And I uh, can't wait to, I'm with every Iranian guest that I have, which tomorrow is my boy Farzi on, on Monday, it's Maz Jabrani. I'm going to make sure we talk about the census and I'm going to dedicate th those parts to your efforts and the fellow volunteers that are part of it and anything else that I can do for the Iranian census. Uh, let me know and I'll be happy to share it. Thank so, you so much. Appreciate much. your time. Love you very Thank much. You. And Love be you safe more. and healthy. Take care. Stay home. I am. Trust me, I will be. I'm everybody. <laughs> I'm always my PJs. That's all I'm doing. Everybody <laughs> needs to stay home and take this seriously so we can get back to work. I got Thank it. you, For guys. Sure. Thank you Bye. so much, Ivanjo. Take care, Ron. Cheers. Love you. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Ciao. We haven't kind of Deutsch geredet.